Hey guys, you're listening to God Within Her Podcast with Regan and Michaela, and we're so glad you're here. This podcast is a discussion about worldly topics and how to navigate them from a godly perspective. Stay tuned. And thanks for listening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to God Within Her Podcast. We are so happy you guys are here and tuning in. Um... With me is obviously my amazing, beautiful, incredible, lovely co-host, oh, Michaela. I love when the roles are reversed. <laughs> but also, today is a very special episode this week because we have our very first ever special guest, Jensen. Woo! Hi, guys. Welcome. We're Welcome. so happy you're here. I'm so pumped to um, be here. <laughs> We're so happy and excited to hear what you have to say and to hear how God just moves through you and all your wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you like to give us a little intro and just tell us a little bit about you? Yes, I would love to. So first off, I met these two beautiful ladies um, through a small group that I um, was hosting in my apartment with my roommate Madison. Um, We decided to host a women's small group starting last fall, and I felt super unqualified for it. But I was like, you know, God is going to move through it, and he did, because Regan and Michaela met each other, and now they started this podcast and are changing the world. So I'm just so proud of them and so pumped for them. And you guys are, you guys have tuned into a great podcast because these ladies are amazing. But I'll give you a little rundown on me. I live in Pittsburgh. Um, I am 23. I went to the University of Pittsburgh, um, and now I'm working full time in Pittsburgh. Um, But yeah, I go to Amplify where I met these ladies and I'm super excited to be here and to talk all about relationships Um, and speaking of relationships I am in a very happy relationship with my incredible boyfriend (laughs) Logan he is absolutely amazing I am the luckiest girl in the world and I'm excited to just share a little bit about um, our walk and our journey um, and how God's moving through it yeah and can I just say like if nobody if somebody came to me and said, I do not believe in true love, I would just show them your Instagram and your TikToks. <laughs> like, this is God sent true love. Like, you guys are perfect for each other. Oh, thank you. And yeah. also TikToks during COVID, that was like what we did. That was our thing. We we're just like, well, we have nothing to do. So let's make fun TikTok. <laughs> so highly recommend it. It's, it's a good I time. No, you guys were actually like the reason why I downloaded TikTok because you would post them on your Instagram and I'm like, I want to see more of these. So I downloaded TikTok and now it's, what, four months later and I'm addicted. So thanks. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your, your, walk with, your walk with Christ. Yeah, I'd love to. So I grew up, I always went to church on Sundays, um, but I would say that I had a religion and not a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I went to college, I was still just like doing my normal, go to church on Sundays, but didn't really know Jesus in any way. And then, um, one of my best friends, Madison, she took me to Amplify Church one Sunday and I was just completely changed. I was like this Jesus, like he is 
like I want a relationship with him and it has completely transformed my life my outlook on every situation all of my relationships um it has given me so much purpose for my life um I'm just it's been amazing to see how God has just moved in just a few years of my life and I'm so pumped to just see like what he's going to keep doing through my life through my relationship um through my marriage one day um, and I just want more and more people to know how much joy they can live with. I always say, I lived a good life before and I was always happy. But now, knowing Christ, I live a great life. And I live with just an absolute pure joy that no situation, no adversity can take away from me. I love that. I love that. So good. Yeah, it's just having like having pure joy from God. It's just so, like you said, nobody can take that away from you. Amen to that. It's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So before we get started jumping in these questions, because we got some questions for you, our listeners got some questions for you. I'm so excited to just hear the wisdom that you're gonna that you're gonna bring to us. Is there anything else that you want to add before we just hop in? I just pray that um, everyone listening um, just has like is super expectant of what we're going to say and that they just can't absorb it and apply it to their life. I was like, I was coming over to the house before this and I was nervous. I was like, oh, I'm nervous. What am I going to say? And I'm just like, no way, Jensen, (laughs) just let God speak through you. Give it Mm -hmm. to God, whatever he wants to say, whatever, you know, if if one person listening to this takes something away, then that is more than I could ask for. So just get ready. Um, I'm really excited to be here, really honored, a little nervous. So I might sound a little (laughs) nervous, but I'm ready to do this. Let's go. Oh, no, girl, you are a natural you really are. Oh, yeah, you're so good. I'm so excited. Okay, yeah, let's hop into questions. Okay, so the first one is, when was your first talk that you can remember about sex? Who was it with and what did it entail? So honestly, I really can't remember the first time I had like a talk about sex. I probably want to say it was like middle school or high school, like sex ed or health class. Mm-hmm. Um. But I remember it being, you know, that was, I feel like back in that time, there was a show called 16 and Pregnant. And I was like, okay, sex, I don't want to get pregnant. You know, it was always seen as like, they would make it something dirty. And, you know, I was told that, you know, you should wait till marriage. It's dirty. It's bad. Um, But that's exactly like what the enemy will do to anything good. You know, Mm -hmm. sex has, the idea of sex has been perverted. The enemy's job is to take whatever God said is good and make you think that it's bad. You know, the enemy wants to break up any form of unity, just like going back to Adam and Eve in the garden. I think it's so important to remember that sex is from God and sex is good. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look at Genesis 128, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Like the first commandment, he was like, be fruitful and multiply. Like he was, <laughs> this is a gift from him. But I think you know, it needs to be taught that it has to be utilized in the right context, which is in the confines of marriage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, looking back on it, I always thought that, like, sex was, like, a dirty and bad thing, which it really isn't. And I think it's so important that um, we should be taught that it's a beautiful thing. Um, we should, and we should talk about it openly. Mm-hmm. I feel like, it's such a silenced thing like oh you know you sometimes parents are afraid to talk to their kids about sex and it's like we shouldn't be silent about silent about this gift from god we just should be taught it in the right way 
I come so good. I completely agree. Because it's like if you don't talk about it in the church or if you don't talk about it like with God in the middle of it, then you look at the world for your answers. And like you said, it's just it's, our, our world is so perverted and it talks about lust versus love. And it talks about like, like you said, it looks at it as like a dirty thing. So I completely agree. And also it's funny that you say that like you don't remember because I feel like a lot of people don't remember when their first like actual talk about sex was it's just like you come into school one day and it's like huh sex what's that (laughs) and there's never like what and there's never like a definite like moment you can remember it's so funny yeah I was the same way I literally could not I mean last week Michaela asked me this and I was like I cannot think of when I first had that conversation because it wasn't a conversation you know um and it's something, yeah. like, people want to keep secret. Don't talk about it. Don't make them think about it. We don't want them to do it, so just don't talk about it. But rather, it should be, like, here's this incredible thing God wants to bless you with. Like, here's how it should be used, you know? Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Our next question is, when you decided that you wanted to wait until marriage, what did your friends say? So, I always wanted to wait until marriage, but... I always wanted to wait because I thought that was, like, the right thing to do. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to wait till marriage to have sex. But then, mm-hmm. you know, when I finally really met Jesus, I learned that actually I wanted to wait because, like, that is what God said. And it is just so beautiful um, when you wait to have it um, when you're married. But <laughs> this is really funny. I had one friend say something to me one time. We were driving, and she looked at me dead serious, and she was like, Jensen, I'm just nervous you'll wait until marriage and the sex will be bad. (laughs) And I looked at her and said, well, one, not going to have any form of comparison. (laughs) Two, you know, God made the parts. They fit together. I think it will be fine. I really do. But I appreciate your concern. But (laughs) (laughs) I still laugh at that. But overall, I really didn't get any backlash. I think... You know, I have an amazing, amazing group of friends who are following Jesus. So I think more than anything, they've been supportive. Um, I have friends that, you know, I can help keep me accountable and just friends that are always just like lifting me up and supporting me in that. Um, So I Mm -hmm. think it kind of goes back to you want to surround yourself with um, people that can really build you up. Yeah. Yeah. Having a group of friends that like when you tell them that you're waiting and they're excited for you, it's just so, like, like astronomically immaculate. Like, growing up, I heard, I heard that, like, is it, what if it's bad whenever you, like, get with your husband and you're stuck with them? Or another one is, but it's kind of like a car. Like, you test drive a car before you buy it. It's like, okay, first of all, I'm not a car. But, (laughs) and second of all, like, God will bless God will bless your sex life so incredibly in that context. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yes. So it's like you're not even going to be worrying about, is it, should I have done it before? Or? Oh, God will bless it. And I encourage you to pray about it before you're married. Like, I pray, mm-hmm. I pray about my future sex life. I completely admit that. But God wants to bless you abundantly. And he yeah. wants to give you the desires of your hearts. And, like, it's not like you're asking for anything bad like this is a gift from him like he wants you to have it so I would encourage people to pray for it um even when they're not even before they're married yeah 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 
And one thing I do want to say about your story is that I think when, like, people decide not to wait, it's because they have that mentality of, like, what if I don't know what I'm doing? Like, what if they don't like me because I'm not good at having sex? And it's, like, that's not how we should think at all. Like, we should be marrying someone for who they are, not because of how they are in bed. Like, that's not why you marry someone, especially because when you think about it, like, when you're married, I think less than 1% of your marriage is spent having sex. Like, so that other 99 point, well, I mean, (laughs) I mean, God said, okay, okay, but I I mean, how long are you, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) oh my gosh, anyways, the 99% is other things you need to be working on, like, while dating and beforehand, you know? Like, not everything. Not your whole marriage is based off of sex, yeah. if that makes sense. So. One of my one of my favorite pastors, Levi Lesko, he said that sex is just the cherry on top of marriage, but you can't build a Sunday off of a cherry. You have Ooh. to have a strong foundation. Exactly. You know, that is the more important part. Like, friendship, like, you're going to be spending, you know, you should – whoever you marry you should be able to sit down and watch tv with them and not talk and just have a good great friend like your friendship should be the most important thing and obviously both pursuing christ but like you know sex is just a cherry on top you gotta have a good foundation yeah i I like that that's a really good analogy yeah so then let me ask you this because i think there's a lot of people out there that want to wait but don't know how to bring it up so like did you have a conversation with Logan about waiting or was it just kind of like a, we already know that we're doing this? So I remember when we were like talking before we started dating, we both had talked about, you know, having Christ as the center of our relationship and that we wanted to wait until marriage. Like that was just brought up as like one of the things we discussed earlier. So it was kind of nice knowing that I was going into the relationship with the expectation that we were going to wait. So I'm really grateful that like we had that conversation to begin with. And I would, you know, suggest that for anyone who's just starting to get to know someone to, you know, lay that out in the beginning because you don't want to get into the relationship and then they're like, oh, I thought we would just have sex. So it's just, Mm -hmm. it's good, you know, to have that going into it. Um, So once, you know, we already had that discussion, then once we did start dating, you know, we did set clear boundaries. And I think going along with the boundaries thing, it's so important to set them before you put yourself in, like, compromising situations. You don't want to, like, be in, like, a heated situation and be like, oh, well, how far are we going to go? So I think it's so important, like, right when you start dating, like, and be very open about it and you know if you're with a really good guy he will be willing to have that conversation and hopefully be leading in that conversation um but if you are already dating someone and you're like hey I think we should wait um just bring I honestly like just would bring it up if you if it's the right guy he will be open and willing to have that conversation Mm -hmm. with you and if he doesn't then you know I might you might want to consider like the person that you're with because ultimately you know, waiting until marriage is honoring God. So, you know, if you want your relationship to honor God, you know, you should be honoring the boundaries that he has in place because he has these boundaries in place because he wants us to be safe. He wants us to have the most enjoyment that we can. So you pretty much answered the next question, Jensen, which was, 
why is it important to wait until marriage? Because I think a lot of Christians, I myself, were taught to wait until marriage, but weren't taught why it's important to wait. Like, so you should wait. You need to stay pure. But didn't talk about why it was so important. So it was like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like we need to talk about why it's important to wait until marriage. So I think it ultimately goes back to scripture. Everything points back to scripture. If you have any questions, go to the word of God. It will answer them for you. But, um, you know, it's all about honoring God's design. You know, you can't have God results without following God's rules. Um, And I heard this one time and I thought it was really, really amazing. It said, you can't, until you agree to take responsibility for caring for a person, emotionally, financially, spiritually, and physically, you should not get the benefits of enjoying his or her body sexually. Mm. I thought that was so good. Um, I look at the verse Exodus 20, 17, which says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. Um, And to covet means to, to desire, take pleasure, and delight in. And the point of this is that you may not take what is not yours. So think about it. Are you delighting and coveting in what is not yours yet, which is the body of the person you're with? And until you're married, it is not yours. It is God's. So, um, you know, going back to the question, why is it important to wait until marriage to have sex? Just honoring God's plan. You know, our lives, we should honor honor God and make disciples they're like two big things and it's yeah. you know and another thing that I think it does is it allows you to trust each other more um, mm-hmm. you know you practice self-discipline you practice um, avoiding temptation and those things all happen in marriage like there are temptations you need to be disciplined in marriage and to be able to do that while you're dating to be able to um, set those boundaries to wait until marriage that discipline and trust um, and judgment is going to transfer into your marriage one day. Yeah. Very good. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. And then last one for us, and then we'll hop into the questions from our listeners. Are are there any verses that you use um, daily to help you stay strong? Yeah. So I'll give you a few. Um, Matthew twenty six forty one, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And I think it's so yeah. important to realize we are so weak. Like yeah. I am nothing without God. Like my, the temptations of the flesh are so real. And that is why we need to spend time in the word. We need to spend time with Jesus every day because it's hard. Like I'm telling you in a dating relationship, like it's hard. Anyone who's dating knows that when you're trying to, you know, avoid those temptations, you can't do it on your own. Like, you need Jesus. I need Jesus every single day. So that verse is just a good reminder that, you know, our flesh is weak, but like God's spirit working through us, we really, we we can do it. And I encourage you that um, you can do it with his spirit in you. Um, Another one would be 2 Corinthians 12.10. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I think it's so cool that, like, God can take our weaknesses, and when we just surrender them at his feet, he can make us strong. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I say to Jesus all the time, 
I am weak in this area. And, you know, it is a very challenging thing, but you are my strength. You can move mountains. You can provide me with the strength that I need every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and 1 Corinthians six eighteen, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Um, and that one's a, that one's a big one. Cause yeah. you know, when you like <laughs> steal from someone, you know, you're like hurting them or, you know, if you kill someone, you're hurting them. But you know, when you sin sexually, you're hurting yourself. And that's why mm-hmm. soul ties, sexual ties, you know, the shame and the guilt, those things come, um, to yourself. So not only are you hurting another person, but you're hurting yourself and no, and you're hurting Jesus, you know, God yeah. wants you know, God has given us this beautiful gift and he wants us to utilize it in the right way. So yeah. that verse is just such a good reminder that we are to flee from sexual immorality in all ways. But then you go back to the Matthew and Corinthians verse and you know that even though you're weak, like your strength does come from him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those are like three of my big verses that, you know, can hold tight to when, when you know, when you're feeling weak. Or I'm, yeah. jo- I'm jotting those down. If you got your notes, jot it down. I think the last the last verse was really good because, um, I mean, it talks in the Bible how our bodies aren't ours. Um, and then whenever you were saying that, it reminded me, too, of, um, oh, my goodness. What's Sadie Robertson's husband's name? Christian. Christian, yeah. Huff. He has in his, uh, in his bio, it says something oh, yeah. about, like, if it breaks God's heart, why would it fulfill yours? Yeah. Yeah. So good. It's so good. So it's like it gives you sex. Sex gives you like just a small, momentary pleasure, but just think like if it breaks God's heart, why do you think that it'll fulfill yours? So good. Yeah. So good. And I think like going along with the last verse, like thinking that it's something that hurts yourself, like that's another reason why it's important to wait. Like why we wait for marriage is because. It's something that you're bringing another person into, and it's the loving thing to do for your significant other is to want to stay pure for them, you know, and to keep them in purity and not to bring them into sexual sin before marriage. Yeah. That makes sense. I completely agree. Yeah. Thank you so much for bringing those to the table, Jensen. Of course. Um, So we are going to hop into a couple questions from our listeners. And I just want to say, guys, thank you so much for sending these questions. Uh, we, We appreciate it so much. And just know that it's not too late. So if you really have something that God is laying on your heart to ask and that you'd want to hear us discuss, please send it over to at God Within Her Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook. We would love to hear your questions. Um, So the first question is, can Christians have sex before marriage or is it just an old rule? So the answer is yes, because, you know, we all have choice. But let's look at God's design, which his design is for sex to be within marriage. So while you can, I would advise not to. Um, I love the example of fire. I like to compare sex to fire. So fire, you know, in a fireplace, can heat your whole house. You can sit around it, have good conversation. It's just a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Like sitting around a fireplace, there's really nothing better in the winter. Um, and that was how sex would be within marriage. It's a beautiful thing. It can just warm your hearts, power your house. Like it's amazing. But, you know, if you 
go to bed and the fire spreads throughout your house can burn down your house it can ruin every single thing that you have um it literally a forest fire can ruin miles and miles of area and that's how sex is outside of marriage so you know i think you one of you guys used did you use confetti as an example oh yeah glitter uh-huh yep <laughs> um out, outside of marriage there's can be a lot of like guilt and shame that comes with sex you know and it and within marriage there's it's just pure enjoyment it's a powerful tool um, Adam and Eve before sin, God said they were naked and felt no shame. But mm-hmm. after sin, they realized that they were naked and tried to cover themselves up. So yeah. I think, you know, if you want to have just the pure joy that comes with this gift from God and you want no shame tied to it and you want, you know, you don't have to worry about this is it. Like you are married and this is the only person you're going to be having sex with and spending the rest of your life with. Like how beautiful is that? I would advise waiting till marriage so you can have it before and and if you do and if you have I'm not guilting or shaming it anyway like honestly what's really cool is God's mercies are new every mm-hmm. single morning so you could yeah. literally even if you are having sex before marriage you can decide tomorrow and God literally can renew you which is just how amazing our powerful king is amen yeah. and amen you can decide right now. Like yeah. it literally, the op- the opportunity is always open, and Jesus always wants to welcome you into like His arms and just have you follow in His will because He wants to bless you. Yeah. One more thing I want to say on top of that too is because um, I really like your your fire, like mm-hmm. the analogy, like the visual of it. It's really good. So if you guys listening. If you guys have the desire of sexual, premarital sex, pretty much, have a friend that you can say, hey, I'm having these lustful thoughts, and they can send you just a bunch of, like, fire flame emojis or something. So you'll remember that in the container, what's it called? A fireplace. In the fireplace. (laughs) that The fire is beautiful, but outside of that fireplace, you could you can cause some damage yeah yeah so remember that i don't know why i said that but okay number two (laughs) (laughs) okay in today's society how will i find someone that wants to wait for marriage that's a good question ladies first off i just want to say set high standards and do not settle let's just put that out there set your standards high and do not settle for any man that does not meet those standards and honestly he should exceed them but Mm -hmm. i would say like where are you looking you know where are you looking for this man i heard this metaphor before which is fantastic so go to a bookstore if you're looking for a christian book probably gonna walk over to the christian book section maybe it'll take you like a minute or two to find but if you just start wandering around the whole store, you're going to spend lots of time looking at other random books that are going to mm-hmm. keep you off track. You might purchase them, et cetera, et cetera. That's kind of how it is, you know, when you just start looking anywhere for a man. Like if you're going to a bar, if you're going to the classroom, if you're going to the workplace, you might find an amazing Christian man. I met my man at college, so it can happen. But mm-hmm. you have a lot better chance of meeting them at church or a place where you all have these same beliefs. 
So I would just say um, get involved in a church, get involved in a young adult group, get involved in small groups, get involved in these communities um, where you can meet people that have the same values as you. It is harder to find someone, I'm not gonna lie. It's really easy to just find any person, but it's worth it. I can tell you 100%. It is worth the wait to find someone who has the same values as you, who's seeking Jesus with you wholeheartedly. And I would just continue to pray about that. Just pray for God to reveal to you um, the man of your dreams who will also um, be willing to wait because it's honoring God in the long run. That's really good. Yeah, I think like in today's society, when people are looking at like Tinder and things like that, where you're meeting people specifically not for christian reasons like there definitely are i'm not saying like online dating isn't possible i think it well, is christian and there mingle. Are, yeah christian mingle it's it's very possible <laughs> i just think there are like i don't think tinder's meant for like godly reasons no so um but i would also say like it's not so much in like a matter of how do i find them like seeking them out and searching for that and like having that be your purpose in life is to find someone to date and marry because I think God can do a lot in the time when you're single and kind of bring that person into your life when they see when God thinks you're ready or they're ready or you know things like that we're like trusting in his plan rather than like seeking it out and being like I need to find that person but rather trusting in God's plan that his timing is perfect yeah I love that I completely agree. Last question. (laughs) What are things you guys do to avoid temptation past the point of just making out? Oh, fantastic question. (laughs) Um, I'm going to first start out and say, this is hard. This is Mm -hmm. challenging. And we are not perfect. So I'm not going to like sit up here and be like, we are perfect. We never mess up. I'm going to be very real, Um, but now I'm going to answer the question, but I just wanted to (laughs) lay that out there. Okay, so one thing I would just recommend, do not sleep in the same bed. The bed is just, that just leads to things. Like, if you can just sleep in separate places, do that. Honestly, like, it is going to save you so many problems that could occur. Um, Okay, I'm going to get real raw here, but, you know, we're getting real. Hey, this is a yeah. hot podcast. Open, honest, and transparent. Amen. <laughs> pants stay on. That's a rule. If you keep your pants on, they keep their pants on. I Love can it. almost promise you, you're not like you're not gonna have sex. Like that's just you know, stay out of bed. Keep your pants on. It really, it, it, it I promise you, it'll work. Yeah. Um, but on a spiritual note, what I think is really cool is just praying about it mm-hmm. pray about it individually pray about it together and have others pray for you like I don't know how many times like in small group like we've had prayer requests and I'd be like guys I need you to like pray for this because it's really hard for me and mm-hmm. it's something that we all a lot of us struggle with and we mm-hmm. need prayer and one thing that I heard which I thought was really cool was pray for your sexual drive to be put to rest not to go away Um, and then to be awakened when your marriage comes. 
because oh. I think it's so cool like we don't want to be like God I don't want sexual desires because we are that's like the desires that he gave us but I think like yeah. it's cool to pray for him to like silence them and to awaken them when the time comes and another thing you can pray for is to align our desires with his desires and ultimately ultimately his desire and plan is for us to have sex within marriage so if we're like God I want to desire what you want me to desire like that is you he wants you to desire his perfect plan for your life and that would be waiting until marriage yeah another thing which we kind of hit on earlier is having someone keep you accountable yeah I actually texted um one of my great friends Rachel a while ago and was like hey can you, she um, recently just got married. She's an amazing Christian woman. And I was like, hey, can you just help keep me accountable in this season of my life? Because I just need a friend that I can, you know, have someone checking in on me. And she has, and it's been amazing. So I just encourage you to just have someone close to you in your life or multiple people check in on you and, you know, make sure um, you're staying accountable to be pure. Um, but ultimately, like, the number one thing would be just keep seeking Christ, keep reading his word, keep fixing your eyes on Jesus. And it's going to be a lot harder to fall into temptation when you're just literally staring at his feet and worshiping him and doing everything you can to pursue his perfect plan. Yeah, those are good. I I will say I 100% agree with having friends to keep you accountable. Like, it like, Two or, th- two or three, maybe one friend that you can message at any time and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Like, you two and Elizabeth are the friends that I'm like, <laughs> all right, I need to text them right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, it's so good to have sisters of Christ that can, that can keep you accountable and that can pray for you and that can celebrate yeah. like your successes with you as well. You have to have a good girl gang. You have to. You have yeah. to. 100%. 100%. So, guys, we actually went through all of the questions. And these are really good questions, guys. Thank you so much to everybody that sent in questions. Again, it is not too late. So, if you got a follow up or something, send it in at God Within Our yeah. Podcast. Um, but Jensen, is there anything that like you want to say to maybe close this out or anything else you want to add? Any wisdom that God is laying on your heart? <laughs> I mean, you came with the heat today. Yeah. Oh, guys, you're amazing. Sorry for all the times that I did stutter and mess up. You guys were very <laughs> patient with me throughout this. <laughs> um, but I would just say to all you ladies, I am just praying for you, praying that um you would just seek God, that you would find men that treat you like queens, that you would have the desire to wait until marriage and to honor God's plan. Um, It's not easy. Like, I'm not going to say it's easy, but I believe that it is 100% worth it. Um, And yeah, you guys are, you made the right choice tuning into Regan and Michaela's podcast. They are (laughs) awesome. I just wanted to give another shout out to them. Like, these girls are world changers like they are absolutely incredible they are doing exactly what they're called to do to make more disciples to crowd heaven to further god's kingdom and i am so proud of them and so pumped to see where this podcast goes like this is just the beginning for them we love you didn't know i was crying today but okay guys you two are amazing love you love you And guys, if you want to see relationship goals in real life, 
Jensen, do you want to drop your, your IG? Okay, so the IG is at Jensen Melora. Um, should I spell that? Yeah, sure. M is in Mary. <laughs> J-E-N-S-E-N-M-A-L-O-R-A. And what's your TikTok? I think it's the same thing, okay. I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Good. As long as it's not like user four one two six nine. No, I think it, you could. I think if you search my name, it comes up. But you know, there's a lot of funny videos of Logan and I doing ridiculous dances. So super cute. <laughs> ten out of ten. All right. Well, everyone, go follow Jensen on all her socials and everything, and keep up mm-hmm. with her, and keep up with us if you want to follow us at God Within Her Podcast. Um, We are so happy you guys tuned in this week to this episode. We hope that God spoke to you and that he's working in your lives. And if you need any prayer requests, any praise reports, or just someone to talk to, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagrams or anything like that. Um, But yeah, we're so happy you guys listened and we love you. Bye! Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of God Within Her Podcast. If you heard God speak to you through this podcast, be sure to let us know by subscribing and giving us a review. And if you feel someone else could benefit from what you heard today, be sure to share it with them. You can find us on Instagram at God Within Her Podcast. Thanks for listening and talk to you in the next one.